This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC. I have the pleasure of having entrepreneur and fellow panel member from us, the Soho House, Jackie Stauffer, here with me from Recess. Looking forward to telling our audience here what it takes to be an entrepreneur. Um, the guts it, it, you, you've taken to leap into this world uh, from your day job and uh, that this all spawned from a personal frustration, which is typically the way most businesses that become awesome are, are about. So welcome to Halo Talks. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. So why don't you first start off and just give our uh, our listeners here a background from where you're from and then going to Tulane and then, you know, going down the traditional path and then how you got to here. And then we'll talk about your company. Sounds great. Yeah. So I grew up in Boston and I was an athlete my whole life. I played soccer. I was a goalie. I played tennis. I did hurdles for a season, which I don't necessarily recommend uh, if you're not an excellent runner. But I grew up and was always into health and wellness. It was always my passion. It was always that place where I felt like I could reset for myself. Um, and I carried that through with me when I went to Tulane. I went to college in New Orleans and joined the club soccer team and went to the gym and went running in the park. And that passion for activity was always a hub for me and always a safe place. Mm -hmm. And I maintained that all through my life. And so, you know, for the last 14 years or so, I've been living in New York I've been in marketing. I started my career at Estee Lauder and really learned an incredible foundation of skills and really said, how do I learn from a lot of people who have uh, done this before? And in a very corporate setting, we are really learning the right way to do things. And you really create that foundation, that structure. And then from there, I, you know, was still working out, going to the gym. I was going to the gym at Equinox and I was like, I just have to work here. Mm -hmm. And I applied online and they hired me four days later, Wow! which was, I think, a weird That's probably the shortest interview process Literally. that I've seen, right? Uh, yeah. I don't, I've never <laughs> heard of that happening. It was uh, a great omen, I guess, because I was there for about six years. Years. Wow. I met my husband there and I was really lucky. I got a lot of opportunity. I started there just before the recession of 08. My team shrunk a little bit sort of when that moment hit and I was given a ton of opportunity. I worked across three different brands. I worked across Blink, Pure Yoga, Equinox wow. on all parts of the business. And it was a really incredible experience. And it really taught me a lot of other skills that I you know, didn't get in such a corporate setting like Estee Lauder. So the frustration part came though. I was really lucky. I was working out downstairs from the office at lunch mm -hmm. and I was realizing that I was starting to not work out because of the whole getting ready process and packing my gym bag and then showering and waiting in line to shower. And then I was, I would take a class and I would skip the stretch so that I could get in the shower line. And then even when I'm in the shower line, then I have to deal with wet hair afterwards. And I just was getting to this place where I was like, man, there's gotta be a better way. Like mm -hmm. I don't have time to stand in line with 20 other women where we're all on our blackberries at the time, which is how long ago this was. Yes, I mean, who, awesome, I know I miss it sometimes day, for right? sure. I could type so fast what's on that your, thing. What's your BBM number? Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah, that was a good time. Um, I enjoyed BBM a lot. So, uh, Flashback to that time period where, you know, I'm standing in line with women holding a towel, holding their toiletries and their face wash and their whatever else they need and their Blackberry trying to get on with their day. And so I eventually started researching, like, how can I find products that would help me get ready faster? So I don't have to worry about this whole part of the process. I don't have to pack all my stuff. Um, Instead of trying to come up with a pill that makes you not sweat, you get yeah. you, you the more, <laughs> more conventional route of like. Someone should also do that. Yeah, I mean, I guess Botox. I don't know if that, that's of. probably. 
probably but got some, they do that in got some downside yeah, to it. I'm but anyway, sure. go down this path, Sure, please. sure, sure. So, uh, you know, I essentially was trying everything I could. I was in Sephora. I was in the local drugstore trying to find all the mini travel size stuff and wipes and whatever. And the reality was is nothing really works that well. And everything that was designed for convenience uh-huh. and portability wasn't really effective. Mm-hmm. And so, or it was lacking a lot of benefits and properties that you would normally want. And so you ended up in a place where you're like, great, I have this like cute mini deodorant, but I still need my face wash and my lotion and my hairspray and like all these other or, or items. Or you smell like a cucumber all day from like totally. those, uh, those, those <laughs> You're over perfumed from some weird yeah, product. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it was just getting really frustrating and I couldn't find anything I liked. And that was really where the seed for recess was planted was, okay, there's, I have a frustration. I'm not alone. I'm in line with dozens of women waiting to shower and we're all busy and all these products that I can find in the market aren't working for me. So I imagine that there's an opportunity there. And this is when fitness studios, the boutique fitness studio craze was sort of getting getting popular. ClassPass was starting. This is like 2009, 10, 11. Which have um, an average of maybe one and a half to two showers per location. Exactly. Or zero. <laughs> right, a lot right. of studios actually have zero showers yeah. and then maybe even one or two sinks. Almost creates like this last five minutes of a class is like yes. anxiety to like run to the door yes. to try and get lined up. For the I won't name who this person is in case she listens to this, we'll but just, we'll there's just bleep it out. I'm not going to do that to her. Um, yeah. But there's a woman, and there's many others I'm sure like her that literally books the same Soul Cycle bike when she goes every single time at the door because mm. she's really rigid about her schedule, and she has to be first in the shower line. Wow. She has like an entire strategy around getting to the shower, it's and impressive. so I think that it's, it's, it's impressive. Of it's a like commitment. Twelve oh one, like <laughs> she's super I got all committed. My classes in that. That's impressive. Yeah. So I think, you know, it's a real struggle and, you know, it obviously was inspired by fitness, but at the same time, I think we've realized there's a much broader application, whether that's travel or just commuting or just being a busy parent and you're trying to play with your kids outside before going to a dinner. So I think what we really try to solve for is how do we make those in-between moments easier by creating personal care and beauty products that are designed for your lifestyle today, Mm -hmm. but give you benefits and properties that you would expect from sort of getting ready at home. Right. And everyone has that routine at home that makes them feel comfortable and confident when they go out on about their day. So that's really our goal. How do we make it easier for people to do what they want to do? So I think the market is is the global market for, for what you're talking about. There's only one location I know. It's in Beijing. Uh, it's on Space Cycle. And they have 31 women showers. So that's, that's the outrageous. only that's the only spot I would say like don't try and market to them because they, <laughs> they're the only ones that have enough showers to like fulfill that's the crazy. fulfill the demand. But that's crazy. You know, look in in the boutique fitness space. Um, you know, clearly the wet areas are the most expensive part of the build out, mm-hmm. and obviously square footage is you know coveted. So mm-hmm. if you if you're able to actually get that demand and get the supply of number of showers, mm-hmm. the, the build out cost would be out of control. So. Maybe talk a little bit about what what the product is, how you guys came up with the formulation Mm -hmm. without giving away any trade secrets except for the label. Yeah, sure. So, you know, the idea was planted, you know, a handful of years ago and I was still working in marketing. I went into an e-commerce company called Food 52 and I thought I could start Recess as like a cute side project. That did not totally work. Uh, As many founders and entrepreneurs will tell you, it is a ton of work and it is very hard to do when you're not really focused on it. And so I've essentially a few years ago 
left my day job, brought on two partners, brought on two dermatologists, hmm. brought on a lab and a manufacturer. Um, and they work with some very large global companies as well, the, the, the place that we use and really committed to making these products. And so mm-hmm. we started researching, surveying, focus groups, testing, all sorts of products we could get our hands on, ingredient profiling, texture profiling, you know, how do we want this to feel? How do we want this to smell? How do we want your skin to look and feel afterwards? So there was a ton of research and development that started a couple of years ago um, to get the brain going. And where we landed was a head-to-toe solution. We created six products. Five of them are face and body wipes that are all designed for specific purpose. So we have two different face wipes. One is more designed for acne or oily prone skin. The other one is a little gentler. All of our products are dermatologist approved, sensitive skin tested, cruelty-free, vegan, mm-hmm. and a million other qualifiers. But um, we really wanted to create a head-to-toe solution. And it wasn't enough to just have a face wipe that was good or a body wipe that was good. We wanted to give you a full solution in one brand that you could really trust. Mm-hmm. So our deodorant wipe is actually currently sold out. It was our most popular seller. So that'll be back in the spring or later in the spring. But that's aluminum-free. All of our products are unisex. The fragrances are, you know, just enough that you open it and you're like, oh, this smells really good. I feel good. But you don't feel you're not perfumed for the day. You don't really smell like it. Right. Um, So we want people to have that great emotional experience with it. Feel great. Smell great. Um, And then we have one other quirky product, which is a replacement for dry shampoo, which has obviously gotten a ton of uh, market penetration over the last decade. But a lot of the dry shampoos on the market are actually really loaded with chemicals. Um, And so we wanted to create a healthier solution. So we actually changed the format and came up with a all natural hemp and charcoal blotting paper Hmm. that actually absorbs oil and grease out rather than adding a powder or spray in. And, you know, there's no butane or propane or aerosols or anything like that. So we always say you can use all of our products while walking down the street. You don't need a mirror. Hmm. Um, And so so you basically take mm -hmm. that and you just basically rub it on your. It's all about scalp health. A lot of hair issues stem from a healthy scalp. So when you're layering dry shampoo in, for example, you're basically spraying chemicals that now like stay on your scalp and then you're scalp gets unhappy and I mean, there's very technical terms, but your scalp gets unhappy and it can create some inflammation or skin conditions on the scalp. And that's really where a lot of hair issues can stem from. So for us, it's about you treat the scalp, you treat, you absorb the grease and oil out of the scalp and that by default will create a much healthier uh, head of hair um, as well as being better for the environment. Mm -hmm. And our wipes themselves too, for all of the face and body products are biodegradable. So they actually compost in six weeks. So all the all the names that they come up with for all these different like ailments and diseases, like my friend said, like oh I have gout, like and this just sounds like a terrible <laughs> word, uh-huh. and I feel like everyone should just be like, hey, what do you have? I have unhappy scalp. Uh-huh. Like it's yeah. my, my scalp's not it's unhappy. It's unhappy. So yeah. I gotta do it's got something. A thing. It's got a thing we going better, on. better like you explain it to me like in layman's yeah. terms by by that. Well, most of us speak in layman's terms, yeah. so I'm not. In, I the technical piece doesn't impact I me as much. I appreciate yeah. the. So I didn't have to ask <laughs> you. What is that? I didn't just do it for you. Mean? Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> no, no, not just for. you. Okay. But, um, you know, that it's, there's actually some hair loss issues that have been connected to it in recent years. So, um, that, those are, that's sort of our six product lineup, gotcha. um, but it's head to toe. So, um, I know you've got a lot of distribution, but before mm-hmm. we go there, uh, one, I want to say I'm also a soccer goalie. I've been cool. playing since I was uh, eight years old. Okay. I started for all the wrong reasons. Cause I was like, hold on a second. I can use my hands and I don't have to run. This is awesome. <laughs> 
So I was a little bit chubby as a kid. So I was like, this is great. Like I'm tall and I don't have to do anything except like run from here to there. And I got this whole box that's my own. Um, and that's I used awesome. to be able to yell keeper like at totally. the top of my lungs. So maybe you can we'll just do like that yell and give a lot of instructions from the back of the field. Yeah, yeah just push <laughs> You get a wall and everything. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that, that I think I learned while I was a goalie and probably I'd, I'd love to hear your take on this mm-hmm. is, you know, I wasn't necessarily – uh, responsible for winning, but I was always responsible for not losing. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like when, when you came into your company um, and you're the CEO of the company and you've got some other, you know, uh, uh, partners here and you've got mm-hmm. investors, you know, how do you think some of your, your background in sports and like mm-hmm. your ability to excel at a high level, but also like mm-hmm. deal with failure when it happens and kind of mm-hmm. wake up the next day and get going again. And mm-hmm. you know, how, how does, how has some of that kind of changed the way or, or molded the way, you know, you operate and Mm -hmm. and think about the world and think about your business? Yeah, I think that's a really great question. And I think anyone who's played team sports will have some version of this that, you know, is somewhat similar. Mm -hmm. But there's so many benefits of playing team sports, whether you're a goalie or a forward or sweeper, you know, what a point guard. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I think that it teaches you, to your point, huge perseverance, right? Like you're constantly doing things physically with your body that, you may or may not want to do your coaches on your case, right? Like run laps, do pushups, do mm-hmm. this drill, you know, all these drills, do it again. Um, so it teaches you, I think, to push yourself and persevere. I mean, you don't want to physically, but also mentally right. and really having that ability to sort of almost like have that internal coach for yourself. Like I can do this, right? Like my teammates are doing it. I'm inspired by the people around me. Like I'm not alone. Like I've got this, I can get there. Right. Um, and I think to your point about responsibility, especially as a goalie, right? It's like, man, nothing's worse when you let that goal in. Right. But I think one of the best things my coach once told me was it already went through 10 other people. Uh, my mom used to you, say you're that just to me last, all the time. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. just the last man standing, but it's not your, you know, you're part of a a team and a community that's collectively creating and working towards the common goal. So I think that ability to bounce back, to put yourself into challenging situations, get outside Mm -hmm. your comfort zone. I mean, I switched to goalie later in my soccer career. I was actually a forward for a while. And then as we all got older and bigger, I wasn't really fast enough anymore. So I was never fast to begin with. (laughs) I could keep up when I was a kid, but it kind of, I kind of grew out of that. So, so one thing that was really interesting that, um, another, uh, actually a guy who runs a company switch playground that, Mm -hmm. that, that I used to actually play basketball with back in, summer camp probably mm-hmm. before you were born but um he ends up um putting together an org chart mm-hmm. and like instead of putting the org chart together like this mm-hmm. which i'm showing like a traditional org chart he put yeah. it together like this yeah and he basically said That's i cool. am here and like here's like my mm-hmm. trainers and here's like my front desk mm-hmm. and here's my cleaning people and he basically yeah. kind of said look i'm here to support what you do and i'm going to yes. train you how to do things in the field but it's not you don't report up to me. I basically make sure that what's going yes. on in front of me, it works. Yes. You come back, you kick the ball back to me when you need help. Yes. Everything. I so think I that's a great like that lesson. Important. Yeah. And actually Equinox runs a lot like that. I think the term that they use is servant leadership. And mm. it's very much about sort of like the field and the people that are the most front lines actually really being the feeders of information and, and, and helping the company make decisions. Mm-hmm. And I think that that, 
is certainly really valuable. And I think just as a human being, I don't know if it's from sports, but for me, like work and life are all about the people around you. It's not like who your boss is or who, you know, your assistant is. It's about all the people around you and how together you can create a common goal um, and really trust each other to do your job. You know, like I'm not interested in babysitting people. And I think anyone that's worked for me would tell you that Mm -hmm. it's, um, you know, you really, I think, empower people to be their own person and make those decisions and mm-hmm. you try to support them along the way. So going back to your time in Equinox, mm-hmm. which is obviously a great place, great, mm-hmm. great work mm-hmm. environment, uh, obviously very mm-hmm. hard charging, but you know, mm-hmm. they do everything sure. at a very high level and, um, you know, they don't cut corners, but obviously mm-hmm. during the recession, you know, things tighten up everywhere. Mm-hmm. So you being a, a senior marketing manager there, mm-hmm. you know, you probably could have had a couple of other people underneath you in a, mm-hmm in a growing environment and no one's that worried about the last dollar when things tighten up, you kind of, you learn more and you, you Mm -hmm. get battle ready. So, you know, going through that and, and I I always say that like a a banker's typical memory is well, their their career is 10 years, but their memory is like five. So like they forget (laughs) about like, Oh yeah, I'll lend you like six times cash flow in this business. Like, well, the last person that did that, like, lost their job and lost their money Mm -hmm. because they forgot that there was, you know, things go in cycles. But my point that I was going to make is from the learnings that you've had, how have they kind of kept you to say, look, I'm going to run a lean team. I'm not going to hire somebody until like we need Mm -hmm. somebody. And Mm -hmm. how is it kind of framed how you think Mm -hmm. about growing a business? Yeah, I think it's a great mindset. You know, Equinox obviously is a really large company. They've got, you know, a pretty significant amount of cash flow coming in. But we were really smart about how we made decisions. And I think I've been in the startup community for a while, too. So I think being on that side really helped me understand, you know, how to be efficient with what you have. Mm -hmm. Um, I also think I'm just naturally scrappy and I love a good challenge and I don't believe in being wasteful. And I think, um, you know, for some of these companies who've raised, you know, hundreds or tens of millions of dollars, it's so easy to be like, well, now we've got all this money. We can just hire this team and do X, Y, Z and do some giant pop-up, you know, in the middle of Texas or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for me, it's a, it's a point of pride in that we are, have been able to work with global partners within the first year of business with basically like tiny resources, right. right. And just getting really crafty. And so I think being, understanding what it means to really dig in and be really committed and just be like, I've got this, right? Like this is a challenge, but imagine the satisfaction, the feeling of pride we'll have if we can really build this um, with less. And I think that that's something that, you know, sure, it's always nice to have a little more, have a little more cushion, but I also think it makes you really crafty and resourceful and you make really smart decisions because you don't have, there's no buffer, So it just forces you to be really disciplined and really specific and thoughtful about how and when you make decisions. So how big is your team and and how did you, uh, what were the key hires that you made? And when you said, okay, look, I'm, I'm comfortable getting to this next step because every, Mm -hmm. every step is a opportunity and a risk. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think leaving your day job is always scary. Um, but I believe in what we're doing and I believe that the market and the world need what we're doing. So I, I know that it will, it's clicking already and I know it will continue to grow, but I knew I couldn't do it alone. I don't have, I don't, I like to say this. You don't, I don't need to be a hero, right? Like I, what do you mean? Of course you are superhero. (laughs) Maybe to you, but probably to most people I'm not. Um, (laughs) but, uh, you know, I don't need to be a hero. I don't need to do it alone. And I think there's a perception that like even a founder who's like quote a founder and title, you know, this isn't about me. This is about 
making the best product we can for the most number of people. Right. And I knew that there were skills that I wanted in-house that I didn't have myself. So one of my partners is really focused on brand and creative and brand identity and visual and content. And then my other partner is our CFO and COO, and she has an engineering background and a finance, a finance education. Um, and so collectively, like, we're much stronger together. And so it was really important to say, how do we round out our skills? How do we make sure we all have the balance of personalities that we're mm-hmm. going to work really well together? Um, and then we have some part-time and freelance help as well, but we've got a really small team. And you the two partners that, that you have now. Did you know them before? Did you mm-hmm. interview? You know, how did that process work? Yeah, we were friends and had all worked together in different capacities. So okay. we had a really good foundation. We're, we're, we've all been sort of working for, you know, 10 or 15 years or so. So we've all had a lot of different experiences. And I think that really helps us because we've seen a lot of things done really well. And we've seen a lot of things maybe not done as well. Mm-hmm. So it's given us a really great place to jump from and say, oh, we've seen that. Like, let's not repeat that. That didn't go so well. Um, so I think that's been really valuable. You know, we're not like two years out of college sort of like trying to figure it out. We've seen a lot already and have had a lot of experiences that we can bring to the table. So that's been really powerful. I mean, I don't think, you know, couldn't have done this without them. That's great. So congrats on your success. Why don't you tell our listeners here how they can get the product and um, the website address and, uh, and, and then we can talk for a moment about where you want the product, but why don't you tell us where where to find it first? Yeah, sure. So we're direct to consumer online at myrecess.co and we also have a number of partners on board as well. And then, you know, given that the product, um, you know, is in a sustainable pack and, Mm -hmm. you know, do you see this going on to, you know, when I get off the JetBlue mm-hmm. in the uh, on the red eye, you know that, that these mm-hmm. are part of the the boxes that these are at the airports. Where, mm-hmm. where, where do in in hotels where people mm-hmm. are moving around quickly? Where, where do you see the future of of the distribution? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a giant goal, but we want to be everywhere because. If you think about, for example, bottled water, when you're thirsty, you go find water, right? You either go to a sink, you go to a water cooler, you grab a bottle of water at your local bodega if you're on the street or whatever. You don't go online and order a case of water and wait for it to show up My before you have does. water. She orders Voss, but that's... <laughs> she must be really It's a thirsty. separate issue. Yeah, keep going. Sorry. Um, no worries. So, but I think, I think um, you know, we think about it that way, right? Like, this is an immediate need. And I think a lot of the discovery for the product is already happening in that way, mm-hmm. where with some of our partners where they're like, I feel gross, or I just want to feel better, or I think I smell, or I'm in an airport, I feel disgusting, I have to go straight to a meeting, I just got off a flight. So we're our philosophy is that the discovery of recess will happen in those moments, which means we want to be in all those places, whether right. that's college campuses, high schools, um, you know, shared office spaces, subway and transit platforms, airports, hotels, Fitness is obviously a huge focus for us right now, and we're, you know, have a lot of progress there. But that's really our philosophy is we want to be in the places people need us. Like, why are we going to make consumers come find us? We can just go to them where we know they already need us. Mm-hmm. Is so, there a tagline mm-hmm. that you have? For the in-between moments. For the in-between moments. All right, smell better, feel better. Recess, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having Look me. Look forward to uh, helping as any way we can with the uh, future uh, distribution and just make sure that this product's everywhere. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Good to see you.